0: Thursday morning, February 14th, 2019. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Hope you and your loved one have a great day. If you don't have a loved one, you got us. Good morning, I'm Len Adolph. Welcome to Sam Cell Sells Real Estate, We're the fastest 10 minutes or so in real estate information, three days a week. You need to tell your friends, you need to tell anybody you want, this is the place to be if you have anything to do with real estate. We're just not selling here our services, although we do shamelessly promote. We're educating people. I've been told that I should say this every episode, so I do. If you go on the Anchor website or the app on your phone, you're going to see a button that says support this podcast. I'm told research shows that more people listen and return to sponsored podcasts than non sponsored. So, as we always say, we'd rather you give us your listening or your loan, we'll take your money. I also again remind you that if you go on Anchor, we break the podcast down into segments. If you are hard-pressed for time, you don't have to listen to the whole thing. There are a couple of short-minute topics available, but don't tell our sponsors that. We do try to improve this thing. We try to make it better every day. Before we get to Johnny and talk about short sales, we're going to take a quick break with one of our sponsors. We'll be right back. It's Thursday, so back with us again in his usual spot. He is Mr. Positivity Guy Radiates Positivity, John
1: Samso. Hey! Good morning, John. How's it going? Man, I'm living the dream, baby. Like I said, Mr. Positivity.
0: Uh, we're going to finish up valuation week by discussing a problem that is an extension of your opinion that a lot of the marketplace is still underwater, and that's short sales. Now, I'm going to let you discuss it, but I do want to say that this is a topic I know a lot about. I've done somewhere between 250 and 500 foreclosure mediations with lenders on behalf of clients in my career. So, Professor, we're going to let you discuss short sales, and I'll chime in. Go ahead.
1: Sounds great, Len. Thank you. We actually just got another short sale approval this week, uh, which, you know, a short sale is basically when a house is going to sell for less than the actual mortgage on the property. You know, everybody gets excited when they hear the word short sale, right? And I tell them, there ain't nothing short about it. Although this particular property we just did uh, the short sale process with went pretty fast. Uh, which I was surprised at just under uh, just under 90 days completed. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it was amazing. That's impressive. With full acceptance, uh which was very impressive. So the banks are understanding the process a little bit better and doing a, a, a pretty quickly processing them. And it all depends on the person that handling the short sale from the real estate end of it or the attorney's end of it as well. Because if you don't have a real good short sale negotiator, realtor, attorney, or a regular negotiator, then the process could be forever, right? Because if you don't Absolutely. know what you're doing in it, you can cause uh, major headaches and hiccups. And I've seen years ago, short sales go for six months, nine months, or longer sometimes and get denied. Uh, yeah, we still have a bunch of short sales, properties underwater, uh, still foreclosing and things of that nature from the early 2000s. They lightened up over the years, but there's still an abundance of them out there, and the banks are trying to get all that uh, old property now off their books into a hotter market, which now, though, uh, you know, they're getting better prices for them, uh, which, you know, is great for them, bad for the consumer, you know what I mean, Uh, great for the real estate agent, commissions are higher. And if you're, you know, if you're looking to, for help with a short sale or try to understand it, you know, you can always call me or Lenny anytime and we'll be more than glad to speak to you about it. But, um, you know, we're, uh, this one we're excited about, the one we just finished in Woodbridge, New Jersey, done and, uh, waiting to close this month. And they do do, they do give you a date. They give you a date that you have to close by. And, you know, usually you can get a little bit of an extension from it. Uh, if not, if it goes too far, they will make you start the process over again. You know, can Let I touch base real quick uh- on this, Lynn? Sure. I had one a little over, uh, not even within the last year, that because the person's house that it was weren't forthcoming with certain things in the short sale process caused multiple delays, right? Which brought Absolutely. us into three buyers later and a year plus to get the process taken care of. So it wasn't really the bank's fault, our fault, but the actual seller's fault of that property. Uh it was the seller's fault that it wasn't forthcoming with, you know, everything that uh, we, we needed to know caused a very long delay in the short sale process. Well, you
0: know, that's the other side of the coin that you're pointing out. You know, we're talking about valuation, and and in reality, in a short sale, the the way the property is valued has a direct bearing on the success of the short sale. And so people out there understand, you know, a short sale usually occurs toward the end of at least, well, here in New Jersey, generally a pretty long foreclosure process. You would agree, John?
1: Oh, yes, very long.
0: Yeah, very long. You know, and and the homeowner's done everything they could to sell the house. They tried to cover all the costs. They tried to do the mortgage. And then they go to the lender because they just can't get a contract that works, asking them to take less. But the problem comes up in that the homeowner who hasn't paid the mortgage, must have kept up the property, has let the house go in the toilet. And it's just not worth as much. And that's when a short sale can also become a real battle in dealing with the lender. So I just wanted to add that in as well, too.
1: Yeah, that is totally true too. A lot of the houses that are in, uh, you know, foreclosure and going for short sale usually end up nowadays needing a lot of work because the owner just can't afford to keep it up. Probably paid a high price for the house back in the height of the market and depreciation over the years, and then wear and tear, and you know, then then forget about it. The house is worth you know nowhere near what it was at one time.
0: Absolutely. Johnny, what do you say to a potential client that comes in your office and tells you they're underwater?
1: Well, we, we sit down and want to evaluate with them what their what their, uh, what their possibilities are. You know what I mean? You know, most of them, unfortunately, at that point, don't want to keep the house. You know, we always love to try to uh, keep people in homes if possible. Sure. But at that point, they're usually done. They're usually finished. You know, I, I sit down, I do a basic counseling session. You know, more of a real estate counselor than a real estate salesperson. So we'll sit down, we'll counsel them. We'll go over their options, um, what it's going to take to get the process done, to get this off their books, off their plate, the home. uh, You know, set up a relocation, explain to them that, hey, listen, we can get you back in the position to buy a house again for yourself, this time in better standing uh and understanding as well, because a lot of people got pushed into houses years ago that they really couldn't afford. Uh, Absolutely. and I don't believe in doing that to people. You know what I mean? We're, we if we sit you down and you can't afford to buy a house, I'm not going to put you in something you truly can't afford. So we, we sit down and we educate them well and tell them what the process is going to be to get, you know, their house to a short sale process. They have to sure. be very cooperative. They actually have to give more information to us than when they were going to get a mortgage for the house. So they have to, uh, you know, Give us all their tax documents and pay stubs, things of that nature. They have to prove that they're distressed, that, that they can't afford the home. They have to provide utility bills and everything uh, above and beyond what they normally do. Absolutely, yeah? absolutely. Ton A of to work, work, man. Ton of work, but yep. it's 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 possible, and there is light at the end of the tunnel, right? Uh, so there I'm is, Mr. John. Positivity.
0: No, there is Johnny. If nothing else, we are brutally honest here, and we do tell everyone exactly how it is. We're we're going to take a break, everybody. We'll be right back with the celebrity question of the day. Don't forget, we really want to hear from you. You can go up on the Sam Cell and Associate website. You can go on the Commercial Loan Squared website. You can contact us on Anchor. You can leave a comment on our podcast pages. You know, make sure you give a thumbs up to Sam Cell sells real estate. We want to hear what you have to say want to answer the questions you want to answer. I am told we have another surprise guest on the line to ask the celebrity question of the day. So let's see who's on the other end of the line today is our celebrity questionnaire of the day. Hello, who's this?
2: It's me, Bill Clinton,
0: sir. Uh, Mr. President. It's an honor to have you. You know, you're one of my idols.
2: Why is that? You know... Oh no, oh, oh, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. understand I, I would be an idol for every sugaristic pig in America, but I swear, to this day still, I did not have sex with that woman.
0: So so tell me, Mr. President, what can I help you with?
2: I was calling to ask about a specific piece of property. Uh,
0: I'm sure John and I can help you with that.
2: Gotta have a lot of bedrooms. I'd like to have places where I can't seek extradition, you know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, listen, Mr. President, we're, we're not licensed to sell real estate outside of New Jersey, never mind outside the United States.
2: Well, you guys said you know a lot. That's the question you can't answer?
0: Well... It looks like I was wrong, Mr. President. Uh, I'll have to change that in the promo for the question of the day. We're not always I'm right, I guess. I'd
2: rather find me a place where I can go and end my days and live the rest of my life in the middle of all
0: oh, my secretary. <laughs> Mr. President, I am sorry. We just can't help you. I really wish we could. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, you are, Mr. President. You have it all, my man. Absolutely. I think I'm gonna to have to take a
2: nap, or I'm just gonna to have to go have sex to another one of my secretaries. But I will see you later, Mr. Adolf. Thank you, President. Ah,
0: oh, Mr. President, please feel free to stop by anytime. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. That was my son, Max Adolf. Put that BFA from Syracuse to good use. He does a ton of voices. He's going to be with us for quite a long time. I'm going to add one more topic from the opening segment. I just want to talk briefly about deeds in lieu of foreclosure. I get asked about these all the time. Maybe we can talk a little bit about this. You know, many people think they can walk away from their homes and give the house back to the bank with a deed in lieu. They're wrong. It doesn't work that way. Why don't you kind of pick up from there?
1: Well, Lenny, you know, um, the banks come up with some crazy offers once sometimes. And I had one client, he had uh, got a letter from a bank saying they would give him up to $40,000 to turn in the keys and the deed to his home. And I was like, really? <laughs> in that case, I want to turn in my home. You know what I mean? If they're going to give me $40,000. Uh, which i 'm going to tell you that was, that was it was about probably three years four years ago, and I can right. tell you today here's here 's the actual falsehood of it he still has that home, and they did not give him forty thousand dollars and he offered to give him the keys for forty thousand dollars back um you know they, they kind of created a fantasy in his head that he can do that, and it didn 't happen uh, i've seen a you know a couple of cases in in the past where the bank did give a very small sum uh take back. The home, um, you know, the outcome after that, are you going to have a tax liability? You know, what I mean, that's the question. It could
0: uh, absolutely. What's your
1: thoughts? You're going is it going to be a heavy tax liability as well? Because you, you really still owe the mortgage, right? Lenny? You
0: need to talk to your CPA. You need to talk to your accountant. Uh, when you do give back a, a property, there is a gap between, uh, what you paid and what you owed. Uh, that is theoretically income to you. Uh, there are some deductions that you're allowed. There are some exemptions that you're allowed. But uh, again, that would be something I would absolutely talk to your accountant about when deciding what would be in the best interest. You know, uh, John, it, it just bothers me because you would think that banks would be more inclined to accept deed and lose, to move the properties quicker. You would think it would be better for their bottom line. I, I really don't get it.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's, it, it baffles me sometimes, but then it brings it back to a lot of those properties had FHA mortgages on them. And when you have an FHA mortgage, you have something called mortgage insurance, right? So That's even correct. if the, uh, even if they're not getting paid by you, right? They're getting paid by the insurance company, right? So, so there's they have a, a, a piece disincentive. Of property. There's incentive for them to keep it. They're still getting paid on it, regardless, right? Just because Correct. You're not paying it doesn't mean they're not getting. If it was an FHA mortgage, and especially back in the, the height of the market, there was a million FHA mortgages out there, and with MI insurance, which we called it PMI back then, uh, right. and so basically, you uh, they're getting paid. You know, what I are mean? getting paid tons over, getting a write off debt, getting to uh, make a lot of money off a the house there, <clears throat> and then they get to sell it again.
0: I oftentimes wonder if. Uh... Their REO properties, their real estate owned when they take them back from foreclosure and then move forward in trying to sell them as a nice little, you know, sub business. Um, that maybe you're right. Maybe, uh, that's the reason why they are less inclined to uh, accept the uh, deed and lose. Could be, yeah. you know, Johnny, yeah. just one more thing. Uh, uh, talking about the news of the day and here's something statistically from Realty Track. Do you know that the top five foreclosure states in the country, almost all are, uh, on the East coast, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland. You go out to Nevada and we all know what the problems were back in Nevada and, uh, Illinois. So Chicago, I'm sure has had uh, difficulty with foreclosures.
1: New Jersey, you can't make it up. Um, what do you have to say about that? No, I know. Well, New, New Jersey, highly dense area, uh, <laughs> Tons of people, tons of houses. John, and one in uh,
0: 986 houses go into foreclosure. One of every 986. That's almost two and a half times more than most of the country.
1: Yeah, it's pretty amazing, right? Um, which is, you know, hey, it's, it's the area we live in, right? Everybody wants everything fast, quick, uh, at whatever price it costs and don't care until it catches up with them and bites them. Uh yeah, you know, it's, it's a sad thing, but it's going to happen. It's a cycle of life, unfortunately, you know, and, uh, what goes up must come down. Same thing with ownership of homes. Some people, you know, really don't know, uh, what it is, the cost of to really own a home. And, and, uh, you know, that's why we educate here, man. That's why I teach people, you know, it's very important. And some people have come in they're not they're not ready to buy man I talk to them and I I talk them out of buying a house man I don't need to sell that bad I don't need it on my conscience that I sold somebody something that they couldn't afford so sure. I don't want to be I don't want to be that one in 900 and some number that one of my clients gets foreclosed on
0: Well John I think that's a great answer to end what has been a very productive week talking about property values we'll be back on Tuesday and Thursday I know you'll be there have a wonderful weekend, oh, Johnny. Yes. Take care of yourself.
1: I look forward to it, Lynn.
0: That a boy. I'm glad you do. We're doing great. We're getting more and more people. People are listening. Uh, I can't ask for more. And it's a lot about hey, you. So
1: I'd love to give a tip of the day, right? Knock yourself and, out. And, and, and here's my tip for today. Hope. Helping other people excel. And that's what we're about. Offering a lot of hope. There you
0: go. John, have a nice weekend. Take care, brother. You too, brother. Bye. All right, man. Bye. We've reached the end of Property Valuation Week. I think we put a lot of good information out there. This is the place to be. This is where you want to be. My thanks, as always, go out to Jen D'Elia, John and File Media, Bill Clinton, and Max Adolph on the Celebrity Questionnaire of the Day. My other son, Noah, and Andrew Ferguson for his Birdman, and, of course to you, are listeners. We're nothing without you. Say it. We're here to help you here for you. Please put sandsell Real Estate on your favorites list. You never have to worry about missing an episode. We post to social media. We're going to let you know what's coming up for next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy yourselves. Have a great Valentine's